He always seems to get involved, doesn't he? I'm telling you, too many coconuts have hit him right on top of the skull. Well, I think uh, Anthony will be a great acquisition. He can do it all. Avery, whose show is this? Yeah, it, it struck me as pretty unusual, especially given Dane's ties to, like, he is incredibly close with Haynes. Like, I would argue that he and Haynes are probably as close in terms of, like, the re- reporter-subject relationship as any star and reporter in the league. That is and and but I was kind of uh, surprised. Uh, well, I was kind of surprised that, like, as we have come to find out that his agent went to Portland and his camp went to Portland and said, here's an expanded list. We never heard about that expanded list. Um, And I do kind of wonder if like you're talking about Portland asked, Hey, can we keep that a little quiet? Because then Miami is going to ask for more. And then we kind of sort of have to send Dame to Miami because it's going to be, because I do think if Miami did include all of their stuff, which again, they weren't willing to do, but if they did include all of their stuff, then they would have a pretty similar, like Portland would have gotten a similar ish return to what they got here. I think so. I like they got a, they got a pick two swaps, drew holiday and Aiden. And let's not forget the other part of it. They got off of Nurkic. Yeah. Well, I if Phoenix was willing to do to, to, to play ball here and and include Aiton to allow Portland to shed Nurkic's contract, then they were always going to be willing to do that with any team. Sure, but they also got they also got some they also got Grayson Allen and some role guys from Milwaukee. Yeah. I and, I, and Portland, but go ahead. Yeah. I just you know, and look, maybe you're right and there was no way for Miami to come closer or, or get close enough to this deal when Portland didn't want to deal with them especially but, once they trade Drew and get a bunch of other stuff yeah and we'll see what that looks like and and I want to talk about that next but yeah it just it struck me as interesting as as you know I'm really fascinated by how the sausage gets made in yeah. in this industry yeah. and it really struck me as interesting given how close we know Haynes and Dame are that we didn't find out about that expanded list until after a trade went through, which again, kind of does tell you how some of this sausage gets made because that's something that like even Woj, like as soon as that went into, to, to Cronin, you would think Woj would be cause he's very close and, and, uh, because of his ties to Portland's, uh, I think it's somebody in their draft department, right? Well, they're, yeah, they're, they're Schmidt. Assistant. Yeah. Schmidt um, is their, their assistant GM. He was, he was one of the two ESPN draft guys. And yeah. A, a GM. And uh, so given that proximity, I would have thought that Woj would have leaked an expanded list because it helped Portland. But in this case, not finding out about that expanded list actually was just as productive as finding out about it. And I, I think, I think that's really interesting. Let's move on though, because nobody really cares about journalism. Um, you Drew Holiday, Drew Holiday is going to be, or uh, is currently available. And I know Lakers fans really, really want to know when or if Drew might be a Laker. And I'm telling you, go look at my Twitter. Um, 
look at go it's, look for well it's certainly not happening in the in the near future because the lakers would have to trade one of ad or lebron yeah, AD um, is no or nope they would have to be lebron yep. and i don't think they they are going to trade lebron for drew holiday nope. um it would be a not so small miracle uh based on my conversations around the league uh that drew holiday lasts all the way up until the deadline um, the soonest that he could be a Laker would be mid-December, and that would be, right. again, a not-so-small not uh, miracle not for that he to happen. He won't, he won't be there. Stay off the trade machine. Yeah. Don't think of what Portland might want because he won't be in Portland December 15th. Well, let's, let's, End of discussion. let's play out the okay. not-so-small miracle because that's what we do here. I, do, I am, I am <laughs> going to deal a little bit of copium. Okay. Um, if, if somehow... Drew does make it all the way through till December 15th. Mm -hmm. Do the Lakers have what would be necessary to land him? No, not, no, no, not, not. Well, here's because here's why not December, maybe January 15th, but not December 15th. Um, Okay. Because, um, December 15th is all of the, uh, the new guys. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, you know Vincent and Torian Prince, etc. That list is the new guys. <clears throat> Excuse me the 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 re-signed guys um is different now. It's different from the extended guys. The re-signed guys um are available December. Or excuse me, January fifteenth. So that's Rui and and Austin Russell. No, he has an, he had a new contract. He had, he had, uh, so wait. he's, oh, yeah, D-Lo, yeah, yeah, D-Lo, D-Lo is, D-Lo is, uh, yeah, D-Lo is in the same group as Austin. Yes, correct. Sorry. D-Lo yeah. is, uh, January 15th, I think, but, and he had the, so oh, no, 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 he's not. He's December 15th. And the reason is okay. because, um, I had this yesterday. I, you know, you're, you're trying to confuse me. The reason is because his, um, him coming back, what he, what he signed for, was actually a reduction in in salary oh, from yeah. last year. So he becomes he's in the category of the new guys basically. So Austin and Rui got enough of a raise that they are January 15th. Um I I don't think Vando is tradable this year at all. No. Um because his because... extension was signed too late. It's 6 months. It was signed too late. Um so that when he would be trade eligible is after the trade deadline. So Vando yeah. in my, unless I have something wrong, Vando is not trade eligible this year. Um, I think it's February 4th, I think for uh, AD, he's not being traded. So you can eliminate that. So the, from the D'Lo, if, if he still, if uh, Drew is still in Portland, which he won't be, but let's play it out. December 15th. Is there, do the Lakers have enough? I don't believe so. Um, You'd be you'd be picking from the Prince, uh, D'Lo, uh, Vincent. Well, it would have to be like it would have to be D'Lo, Vincent, and like a couple picks. Why would Portland want that? I, I'm just saying. I'm putting no. That's why I'm telling packages. you there isn't enough. Now, look, the Lakers aren't trading Austin Reeves either or Christie. I think Austin, Austin, I think would spark some interest with Portland. Um, Rui maybe. May I don't probably not, but maybe. But from the guys, from the from the D'Lo Vincent, uh, 
Wood, Jackson Hayes, Cam Reddish, like that group, Torian Prince, if I didn't mention Torian Prince, like that's not enough to go get Drew. It's it's moot. He won't be available anyway. Now, the Lakers do have some picks that they can trade if they were so inclined, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't I don't think that group is not is not blowing uh Portland's skirt up. No, again, many... Austin, I think no, look, the Austin AD LeBron group, sure, but those guys aren't getting traded. How many picks would would you be willing to give up for, for Drew? Two? Uh depends what uh, depends. Like first rounders unprotected. Yeah, yeah. It, it depends. It depends what players is or what what the matching salary is. Okay. Because so right, we talked about this a lot. It's a it's a sliding scale, right? Like the better the assets are assets. So the better yeah. the player is, the matching salary is the worse you know draft equity, draft capital. I can I can send. So yeah, I don't know that I would be able. I don't know that I'd be willing to send. No, I'm I'm not sending. No, not two first round picks. No. Under no circumstances, he's. I'm not. Yeah, and again, the reason this is all moot is he won't be there. there. Well, for a couple of reasons, from what I've heard, (laughs) I'm I'm not going to be there. Yeah, well, one of the reasons that I'm not going to be there. One of the reasons that I've heard so far is that, like, like you said earlier, the deal has not been called in and therefore can be expanded, and it it is just cleaner sometimes to just fold everything into the same deal yep um so that's one reason the other reason and it's a little bit more holistic is that drew holiday is one of the most respected players in the league bar none and and i think uh i think the league kind of at large feels bad that this guy who just a couple days ago Literally had quotes before. in the lo- yeah it, uh, quotes in the local paper about how he wants to retire a Milwaukee Buck and then 24 hours later gets shipped off to Portland and I think the league oh, at large game brother he doesn't doesn't like game. how that how that looks I, I I really think so I think I think you know Portland it's not that they're going to be like looking to do him an incredible hey, solid they, they owe him to send him to wherever he wants to go for his hours and hours of service to the blazers you should right yeah retire re- retired drew holidays uh number in in uh portland but yeah I, I i do think though that um you know for the the combination of those two reasons that drew is so well well respected that i think portland feels it you know feels a little bit of pressure from the players union hey let, this is a good guy let's get him to a city in a situation that he can thrive in and be competitive in um, also probably significantly more important than the last two reasons. He's a hot commodity. He's a play. He's a player who would, he's a still, I think he, he's a, a, a still like one of the two or three best, uh, defenders at his position. He can still shoot, even though he went cold in last Not year's playoffs. playoffs. That's fair. Um, some of the shot selection, I, I think he's going to have to get that back under control. <laughs> somebody said, I, I don't remember who it was, but somebody they were talking about, and this was like months ago. And they were like, we just have to rein in. This is somebody in the league. And we were like, we just have to rein in his, his shot selection because yeah. he's going to make he seven of them. Step back. He he's likes gonna those step back. He's going to make seven of them. Threes. The question is if he's going to take nine or if he's going to take 22. He's making yeah. seven either way. Yeah. Um, so I, I, you know, I, I, I do think he's going to help. I think for the from the Lakers' perspective, we all have to hope that he goes east. 
like goes back east because yep. the West is already a dogfight in and of its own. And like if he goes to the Clippers, that would make me a little nervous. I don't I don't want him to be a Clipper. Um, I mean, yeah, because he can he can masquerade is not fair because he's better than that. But he can masquerade as a point guard, and the Clippers have needed an offensive organizer for as long as Kawhi and PG have been there. Yeah, they just need a point guard. He's like not technically a point guard, but he's kind of a point guard. He's like the he's like the fully evolution form of Patrick Beverly. Like you know, like Patrick Beverly is like like if we were doing the Pokemon thing, and like Patrick Beverly is like the mid tier one, and then like the best version of that Pokemon is 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 Drew Holiday. All right, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't hate it. Um, Yeah, no, that would that would concern me also. And by the way, good luck. Less annoying. Good luck yeah. uh, if if that were to happen. Good luck scoring on a perimeter defense of Kawhi <laughs> Leonard, Paul George, <laughs> and Drew Holiday. Good luck. Yeah, that's that's yeah. gonna be some tough sledding, brother. Yeah. Scoring on those dudes, that's gonna be some tough sledding. Um, yeah, that would and you might need it me. given some of the offenses in in the division. <laughs> like, I mean, it, like I'm trying to think: is there a way? No, probably not. I don't know. They don't have matching salary. Phoenix would scare me. Uh if Golden State can figure it out with CP, that would scare Trade, me. Trades Chris Paul. Yeah, that and you know whatever else would be required, that would scare mm-hmm. me. Obviously, Denver would be terrifying as a Bruce Brown replacement. Yeah, so let's let's hope uh, let's hope he goes. Go East. Yeah, let's hope he goes. Let's hope. <laughs> let's be hope somebody Drew else's problem. I mean, I actually, actually I've, I'm hearing I've heard a lot of like a lot of rumors about about him having Boston. some in, no having some interest. Well, there's everybody basically. All the contenders have have interest. But mm-hmm. I've heard some 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 things about his preference being going back to Philly, which is where he started his career. Yeah, and that I would, would like be, that. That would be interesting too. I, I think that would that would be good. It would be a good <laughs> Hard, Harden. Harden goes to Portland. <laughs> I mean, maybe if, if you want Harden, and if you want to give me Harden and something, and then they can flip Harden. You know, get Harden and a first, and then flip Harden again for something, and then just keep on just yeah. just keep rotating <laughs> through these guys. <laughs> Portland's going to end up with like nineteen picks out of this. Port, port, Portland, Portland the Portland's the like one of those like you know those sushi restaurants with the conveyor belt. It's the just boats, like the boat sushi, yeah. <laughs> going around and around and around. Um, all right, Portland. let's. I I, I do want to talk about Conan. good for Portland. Good for. Jordan. I want to talk about this from the Lakers standpoint. Okay. Um, now forty minutes into the pod, but let's get it. I I think Phoenix got worse. I don't know what Phoenix was doing. I, I, I don't get it. I if I were Phoenix, and from what I hear, um I wow, I went full Nelly there. From what I heard, um from what I hear Who about Nelly? Aiden Nelly? Yeah. Oh, like the singer, the the rapper Nelly, yeah. Yeah. Okay. St. Lunatics, her, yeah, okay. Her yeah. hot and her, yeah, okay, God, sorry. Yeah. Um, from what I hear, Aiden and and look like we could all see it he was moping even while the team was really good and that's one of my just absolute red flags right if you're winning and you have some guy who's moping through the winning that is really concerning so you also you also very much dislike the archetype of low motor bigs you hate a low motor big that's more darius darius i i, I don't know i'm, I'm excited for about- tristan wood but but um <laughs> Okay, but like I'm, 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 I'm more okay with low motor bigs if they're on the minimum. 
I'm not thrilled with low motor bigs if they are taking up as much of the cap as he is. Yes. Um, And so, like, I understand why there are frustrations in Phoenix with Aiton and have been frustrations with Aiton to this point. That said, Vogel is, like, the coach. He's the center whisperer. Like, Mm -hmm. I I would want to see what my number one overall pick could possibly become with this coach specifically, who mm-hmm. you hired at the time and told everybody that you hired at the time to maximize Aiton in a way. Mm-hmm. And to ship him off before you see that in any kind of practice, mm-hmm. I, that... Mm-hmm. Well, no, no, no. I mean, I'm like... Game, like I, Practice was the wrong term to, to use there. We are not talking about practice. I'm talking about like, if before you see it, you know, practically speaking. Um, I, I think that's a bit of a mistake. And okay. the, the so step that, down what does that from tell you? No, what is, to yeah, so I agree. I agree that's a step down, but let's go back. What does that tell you? I agree with what you're saying. Mm-hmm. So what does that tell you? I, I, I guess maybe they saw some stuff and it didn't matter and they just needed him out of it. And well, that's the reading. There was the relationship was so far gone with him, yeah. and James jones that that's part of it and uh, let me be careful um there are people that were formerly with the lakers that are now with the Suns. okay and from what i have heard birdies little birdies have told me like it's just not it hasn't happened this summer either like he just hasn't he hasn't done anything he hasn't been there he obviously wanted to go also he also, okay. there, I saw something. He had like already changed his jersey on 2K less than an hour after the trade. He had a Blazers jersey on in 2K. So I don't know. He was like, I don't know. I don't play 2K, but he was like walking around with. It was like the lobby, I guess, where players go and interact in the game. Yeah. And he already had he had his Rip City. Uh, I think on he's already. destined to be this era's like Eric Dampier. You know, Dampier. Um, this guy that the guy that like you would look at and you would say like this guy should be a destroyer of worlds especially back in that era where like bigs were allowed to do a little bit more stuff and he just sucked like he just (laughs) he was just so frustrating and i just feel like ayton is going to be that ayton is going to be like that guy you look at and you say man he played on the that guy the team of my youth and he was frustrating he did nothing (laughs) he did so little and they traded him they traded they traded chris mullen who was my favorite other than other than Manute Bowl, they traded. Uh, you know what? Never mind. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to talk about Eric Dampier anymore. But I think though that like, I understand what Phoenix was thinking about doing, and I understand that you kind of had to replace him or whatever. But Nurkic is food for AD. Food. Nurkic is. He also Nurkic is also always hurt. They got a couple of the guys. They got a couple of the guys that don't matter. But I guess like I guess their hope now is that Grayson Allen is just gonna knock somebody out for a series. Like he's just gonna do something dirty and knock an important player out for a series. It it wouldn't. It's not that that has never happened. I do think. Well, I mean, to your point, I think the point is I do think I think Phoenix is worse. Whether that's marginally worse, materially worse. Yeah, I don't know. But I do think I do think Phoenix is worse. Which is a good thing for the Lakers. Yeah. I, I don't think they're so much worse that like you're looking them at them at the bottom of the division, but I will no, say this. I what I will say, this division is incredibly tight. All five incredibly tight last year. Every single step down, step back, step in the wrong direction is going to matter in this division. 
and you're going to slide quick. And well, also, but in the conference too, right? Because, like, yes, you know, like well, but the division never means- ran away with it. But then the two and three seed both lost in the first round. Like the the conference itself is mm-hmm. pretty damn tight. Well, the reason um, I, I, I specify set. division is because you're playing these teams four times. Yeah, right, true. Like you're yeah, playing yeah, these yeah. teams four, like really good teams four yeah. times. And Yurkic is a really bad, or Yurkic. Nurkic is like a really bad, <laughs> he's so a really bad mess. Combining him with Joker, <laughs> who, by the way, he started ahead of in their career. They, yeah. They're from the same draft at Denver, and he started, Nurkic started ahead of him, and then they tried to play him together. Kind yeah, of, it didn't work. It was a disaster. And then there was like a mini rivalry and then Jokic owned him. Um, yeah, I, I, all right. We have to wrap pretty soon because the HVAC people are on their way here. Oh, but fun. I, I, I do want to say though, that like for the Lakers, I, I, I think the Lakers chances at coming out of the West are a little better today than they were yesterday. Now it depends on, Let's it see. depends on, on what happens with Drew because right, Drew, Drew is going to swing some stuff. Brian Windhorst wrote about it for ESPN right after the trade. And, and I, that was a, a really smart takeaway is that like, Hey, this guy is going to impact next year's playoffs unless he gets traded and gets hurt. But this guy is a player who has won at every stage of his career. Well, even if he gets traded and gets hurt, it'll impact the playoffs because he makes whatever 36 million. Yeah. So whoever is acquiring him is going to get have to positive real money. Yeah. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, he yes, but if he gets hurt, it's still like whoever, even if he doesn't play, yeah. whoever is trading for him is going to have to give up real stuff. At least money wise, they're going to have to give up real stuff. So that will impact their their roster. Um, and he's just damn good. I mean, in the playoffs, offensively, he's a little challenged. But I'm gonna I'm gonna preview good. I'm gonna preview a topic for a future conversation. Okay. And we will end on this. All right. The Lakers this season chose to optimize their roster rather than go into the season with more optionality. Some of what you forego is a situation like this where Drew Holiday is going to be available and, you know, the Lakers are not going to be a factor in in, in that picture. And Drew Holiday would have really helped the Lakers. He fits perfectly with Austin Reeves. He is the point guard you want next to Austin Reeves if you're going to have a point guard next to him. And my question to you and to the audience, just kind of to, to think on over the weekend. Oh, we have homework? Is, yeah, just to think on it over the weekend. And I'll, I'll, I'll revisit it on Sunday's mailbag. Um, but and because I, I I probably am going to write about it because I have to formulate what all of these scenarios would have to look like. Mm-hmm. But now knowing what potential opportunity cost there is by optimizing this roster, are you okay now with foregoing the optionality? But as opposed to because we the opportunity cost is the thing, right? So mm-hmm. what? How could the Lakers have maintained? more optionality by signing all of these guys like even yeah, re-signing I mean, the guys i don't yeah, know the, like to have optionality still would be that the the like the, not the extending Vander, vanderbilt right like if you don't extend vanderbilt like that that extending yeah, him you, takes away some optionality because you can't sure, move him sure he'd be a, i think he'd be a piece that portland would would like yeah maybe but he, but he made four million he would make four million, or he does I know, make four I know. million this year. So I don't like. It's going to take a little bit more. It's going to take a little bit oh, more for than sure. that. Yeah, but I, I, I don't know. Again, I, I, 
I'm I'm going to be completely honest. This question popped mm-hmm. into my head mm-hmm. while we've been talking. I mean, the only and I way haven't thought about still, it. More. The only way that there could still be the optionality is your preferred path of of uh, keeping uh, Malik Beasley and Mo Bamba. Mm-hmm. I don't. Those guys are not doing anything for Portland. No, but. You pair them with a couple picks and stuff like that, and a couple pick swaps and stuff like that. Then, like maybe you're in that in that conversation, you know. And again, I I need to look at this stuff, and yeah. you and you're yeah, probably yeah. right that it that you know. And and at the end of the day, you the Lakers kept Russ, maybe. In 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 order to in order to uh, factor into these scenarios more, the Lakers would still probably have had to wait for uh, Drew to be available mid December or mid January which mm-hmm. as we talked about probably isn't happening and those are all qualifiers that I would have to work into my piece but yeah that optionality you know that it kind of goes with what you've been saying all show right all episode things change really quickly every in day. the NBA every day and by the way there will be another there will be a next Drew Holiday also right right and that's why like that's why I kind of pushed against overlooking that optionality and, and, and why I, why I kind of mentioned, Hey, having some contracts that won't be painful to get rid of, because if the Lakers move Russell, or if they move uh, Vincent, or if they move Rui or, or whatever, whoever they get back, right. Whoever they get back is going to have to improve the team even now beyond what you just traded away to get that player. Right. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you would have kept just, expiring contracts uh when you move those players it doesn't hurt at all and it just becomes a net positive and the, like this is why in a league that shifts as quickly as the nba does i was kind of reluctant to just forego any and all optionality and even further hard cap the lakers so that they really can't factor factor into all of this well here's, here's another little thing and I actually this is this is a uh, bobby mark's note which it's really interesting. And this is something I, again, I've, I know the CBA pretty damn well, but I had missed this. Uh, it, it was in response to like Kyle Lowry, you know, like let's say that Kyle Lowry is part of a Drew Holiday trade, but it, but it's also factor like maybe down the line for Drew Holiday or other people. Mm-hmm. Teams are not going to be able to, if they get bought out, right? L- Lowry gets traded for Drew Holiday. Lowry goes to the Blazers. The Blazers just buy him out. Uh, because he makes over the taxpayer mid-level, teams that are at that second apron are not able to claim, mm-hmm. are not able to to sign him as a buyout guy. Unless, and so, you know, maybe the Lakers, but the, the best teams in the league, the teams that are spending most. But, um, and so this would be the case, like, let's say some fantasy is that is that uh, he gets bought out, uh, Drew Holiday gets bought out later in the year, he's not getting bought out, but one yeah. of those type guys the the little like wrinkle that i didn't know is if if they're bought out during the off season anybody can sign them it doesn't matter if you're at the second apron so I was, so my thought was like who gives a shit next season but it is still considered the off season until october 23rd so you can get bought out before the season happens and then be eligible oh, yeah. to be if if it's once the season starts the first day of the season it's no longer considered the off season so then if you make over the taxpayer mid level five million which obviously lowry does if you get bought out the first day of the season teams that are at that second apron cannot 
sign you. You cannot go there as a buyout. But if he gets bought out during the offseason, then anybody can sign him at any point during the season. Mm. Interesting little note from Bobby Marks. All right. I will leave everybody on that. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in, even though we went, obviously, way earlier than we normally do. Thank you, Aaron, for being flexible today as as the way that you uh, always are. Um, Thank you to my HVAC people for now waiting for 12 minutes up until the deadline that your window was supposed to end (laughs) to to, to let me know that you're not coming. Um, Shouts to windows. I I hate those those service windows. They're the worst. Um, thank you again to Jason yesterday for your flexibility as well. And thank you everybody for tuning in all off season as next week, when the next time, next time we all talk camps will be opening opening days and and media days will be upon us. And we have, we have survived the, I guess, unofficial off season in preparation for the official start of the season, mid October. So thank you everybody for, for, for tuning in. Again, subscribe here on you on YouTube and everywhere that you find your podcast. Leave your questions in the form of a five-star review, and I will get to them over the weekend as well. And we will talk to you guys next week. <laughs> Miami. <laughs>